0: It's time for Seminole Headlines, featuring Warchant.com's Jeff Cameron, Managing Editor, Ira Chauvel, and Senior Writer, Corey Clark. More weekly
1: dose of all things FSU, Pistols and Pies, starts right now. Here's Jeff Cameron.
0: Hey, Seminole Headlines, ninety eight three three three. as I got an echo. <laughs> there we go. Maybe. Maybe not. It's a weird, you can hear me? I can hear you. All right. We'll try it again. The Seminole Headlines, 93.3, Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. Now we're right. Now we're not echoing. Now I can finally complete a sentence. All right. We're good. Corey's there. Ira's there. I have to look like a fool when I got six things in my ears, guys. Sorry, but I'll wear Uh, it. I'll wear it early.
1: It was uh, definitely different. And we uh, appreciate you powering through, buddy.
0: That's what I do as the host, as the driver. Hello, Corey. I see you in Atlanta. How are you, buddy?
2: I'm good, guys. I'm good. We're off to a flying start, as always. I love these shows. It's my fault. I'm not in studio. I think that throws everything off kilter. But we're going to rally. We're
0: well, I think we should show. hyper-focus on it. I think yeah. we should get right back. To- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Actually, why don't we begin the show this way before I uh, thank our friends at Register Sausage? Be thinking for this hour, because you know, the, the headliners will carry us for hour two. But for this hour, how do we get around not talking about recruiting? I mean, we can talk about recruiting. Is there anything care. more? I think like we squeezed it oh, No, I don't want to talk I'm about saying, recruiting. Is there anything but I'm not, more?
1: Uh, I'm not afraid to talk <laughs> about recruiting.
0: All right. Well, then with that, I'll say
1: our thanks to Register Sausage as always, and yay Sausage! Register Sausage is, uh, guys. It's the holiday. It's it, this is like holiday season for Register Sausage. July 4th coming up? Oh, forget about it. I mean, there's no better time. There's a, there's no bad time for register sausage, but there's no better time. If you're than July gonna 4th. grill
0: the register sausage for July Fourth, we just know that you need to be over like a shaded overhang because it gets rough out there these days. Ira, I did it over the weekend and I had all the register register sausage out there. I had all these other meats going on with it. I have a huge grill. I about
1: died. You know, it's weird because like Kim and, and Corey, uh, Corey will do a little bit of grilling. Not usually the not oh. not the heavy duty. He's not doing the S-
2: Stephanie. Stephanie will grill.
1: Oh, OK. All
2: right. Yeah. Stephanie grills. My grill works and Stephanie uses it.
1: But like, yeah, Kim's always like it's kind of hot to grill. And I'm like, well, yeah, I don't know. What do you I mean? We're not going to grill in the winter. I have. I I like, on, right? Like, it's fun to grill in the winter. I have. I feel like you should do
2: more grilling in the winter.
1: It also but gets that seems a little, like a, a better time to do it. Yeah, because also it can mess with the temperatures because you got the cold outside air battling your grill. Well, that's when you become oh, a seasoned yeah. veteran for all right. of the different campaigns, yeah. whether all it's winter, seasons, yeah.
0: spring, fall. You're right. able to do it. You know how to affect your grill. Either way, none of it's going to matter if you don't have register sausage.
1: That's right, and <laughs> Amen, you can have brother. it delivered. If you go to registermeats.com, that's the website. They'll have it delivered to you fresh in in a with ice packs. It's uh, fantastic. Or if you live in this part of the country, go to your local grocery store and uh, you can get your registered meats there. So uh, somebody asked, other than injury, how could anything go wrong this year?
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's in the chat out the get-go. There you go. Other than injury, what could go wrong? Like what what could happen that would cause this team to have a bad year?
2: I like how quickly it's turned where literally this time a year ago, everybody was doomsday. Like, uh, ah, nothing goes right. And it it certainly – Played out on that last drive for LSU right up until the blocked extra point. And now it's like people and it with good reason. People look at this season like, yeah, this is an awesome team. I don't see how they we don't get to the playoff or I don't see how we don't win 11 or 12 games. That's a cool place to be after just a year and after five years of uh, beating the dumps as uh, Jordan Travis called it.
0: It is we, funny how fast it happens and the weird thing is like none of us disagree with the fact that Florida State's really good. The only time we get into debate is if we start talking about what we think is a reasonable expectation and even then we're saying that that reasonable expectation is that Florida State should probably win the ACC, certainly play in the conference championship game. So like that's an agreed upon deal. I don't know why we would talk down about that. We'd say that we we do think that's the possibility. But at the same time, I always feel a little uneasy to your point, Corey, because they've gone from being really bad to really good, really
1: fast. And that is very rare. But maybe that's the byproduct solely of the transfer portal. Yeah, but also you I get the idea from from a fan base standpoint, Florida State's fans, really since 2015, have been watching the upper echelon of college football kind of compete at a different level. Like Florida State hasn't been in the conversation for the college football playoff really since the last time they went, going into 2017, there was excitement because of the way Florida State ended 2016 and because of the way you know the hype of, of that 2017 opener against Alabama. But from that moment on, it has it was like Florida State was playing a different sport. It was like the last two weeks watching the College World Series. Oh yeah. And knowing that Florida State's baseball team could not compete on that stage. Well, from twenty seventeen, for most of twenty seventeen through twenty twenty. Two, yeah, early I mean, that was also true. That was the feeling that it was like a different you didn't have to watch the playoff selection show. It was almost like a different sport going on at the same time as the sport you were playing. Well, now all of a sudden in 12 months, you have to convince yourself that, yeah, we belong with those teams. And I think sometimes people have a challenge kind of wrestling with that.
0: Yeah, it's, it would be. It's understandable though, because when you watch other programs turn the corner, it seems gradual. Like you kind of watch them. You're like, oh, so and so's not so bad anymore. That coach is doing a good job. So and so seems to have them playing really hard, and you'll, they'll have a six and six year, and then they'll have a eight and four year. And You're like, oh, okay, so it's been a gradual rise to prominence. Florida State went from five and seven to ten and three to being preseason predicted to win the conference. That that is rapid fire change. Now, a big part of that is that your quarterback became transcendent overnight. Like he went from being, okay, a guy that kind of had to play because their offensive line wasn't very good, and they needed somebody to get the hell out of the way and be able to duck, it and killed. And then he got a little bit better as a passer, but you still didn't think he was an elite guy, not from the pocket anyhow, to all of a sudden now he does everything you would ever want a quarterback to do. And so that definitely changes your you know, trajectory of what you can be, but it is a, a rapid-fire ascent. And
2: what's what's different about it, I think, than like the Georgia's and Ohio State's and Alabama's of the world is that you're doing it like this year. A lot of the excitement obviously comes from the people that came back, but we've never seen Keon Coleman play. We've never seen. Well, Bell. I'm talking about in person on this team, yeah. Fentrell Cypress, Braden Fisk. You have all these guys that are pieces that you haven't seen kind of grow up through the system that are now being, uh, you know, implemented, planted right on your team. And they are difference makers, supposedly, presumably. We'll see, right? They prove it to me in Orlando, guys. But, uh, but yeah, these guys are difference makers. And that's something that the the gradual nature of a way a program usually turns around, it's like they took the shortcut. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean, they just they expedited things tremendously, starting with Jermaine Johnson and Kieran Thomas. But now the transfer portal has made Florida State where, you know, I don't think they're the most talented roster in the country. I'm pretty darn sure they're the most experienced roster in the country. And they have dudes all over the field that have played a ton of college football in a, in a good portion of them. will be playing on Sundays. It might not be first round picks, but they're good. They're a good team and they're experienced.
1: It is a combination though. It's not just the transfer portal. Like they filled some holes there. They also did a tremendous job with retention. Those guys last year that they brought in as transfers, uh, to get them to come back for another year, John, Jared Verse and some of these other guys, and then they have developed some players. You know, there's a base of this team. There's a lot of guys on this team. The Lawrence Tofili's and uh, some of the offensive linemen, Robert Scott, Maurice uh, Smith, a bunch of these guys that have developed. Josh Farmer, they've developed in the program. Uh, Shaheen Brown. There's just you know, so it's 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 a three pronged approach. But I think it's all coming together at the same time as your quarterback again took that next step and decided to return as well. So I mean, it's like. Everything has kind of come together, which goes back to the original question in the chat. Is like, it's, I think for a a fan, you want to to pinch yourself a little bit. Like, man, how quickly? uh, This is unbelievable. Everything's kind of come together.
0: To answer the question, I guess what could go wrong is that when you have now a, a set of expectations that are championship game or bust or college football playoff or bust, well, your whole season goes south in September. You go ahead and lose to LSU and Clemson, which is not unheard of and not a crazy result. And if you lose 27-24 and 31-30, are you ass now because you lost the two games against the really good teams in your roster? No, you're not bad. Now, you left yourself no margin for error the rest of the season. You have to go undefeated to really kind of reach expectations uh, as they're set now. But it's entirely possible. You're playing one of those games at Clemson, a team you haven't beaten in, what, eight, nine years? And and you're playing another one against LSU, who's basically your clone. The two teams looked like they were the same at the end of
1: last year. I did think it was interesting this past week, Reese Davis was on a podcast, one of the ESPN College Football Podcasts, and he and I don't think Reese Davis has necessarily been an FSU supporter, but he he even said, He's like, Look, man, I know people assume that Florida State's out of it if they lose those two games. He's like, I'm not totally sure that they are because if LSU goes on to win the SEC, yeah, no shame. And if in loop, Clemson yeah. goes on to win the regular season ACC, and you avenge one of those losses, and depending on how things shake out, Florida State's the season might not be lost. Now the challenge for Norvell and the coaching staff Keep will them. be making sure that the kids believe that because they are all in on trying to win a national title, not just you know be a ten win team. Well,
0: that was one of the things that their adversary in Week One did really well is Kelly had a mess on his hands. He loses that game, and then their receivers are talking online. You got guys pulling down their bios on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, Another one was rumored to be this close to transferring or sitting out the rest of the way because he was a pro prospect. Didn't seem
1: like they believed in Jaden Daniels. They
0: didn't believe in Jaden Daniels at all. And then all of a sudden, they win the West. And they were not a team anybody wanted to play, uh, and, and, and then that's why they have huge expectations coming into this season. He somehow found a way to galvanize a group that was shattered after the first three to four weeks of the season. And you're right, that that's the change, is that challenges become very different than they certainly look very different than they used to. When you're sub-500, you're just trying not to have a losing season. Everybody can rally around just trying not to suck. And then at some point when you have huge expectations, it affects everybody differently if those aren't being met early in a season. So I, I do. I think that would be the challenge if they lose the LSU game because, um, you know, two weeks later, three weeks later, you'll be playing Clemson on the road.
2: And I'm doing a uh, I'm writing a column, spoiler alert, but I'm writing a column on just how experienced this Florida State team is like I'm tracking every player that started a game, how many starts they have in their careers. And in Florida State, spoiler alert, uh, they have over 600 starts on their roster. On their college football, on their 600 starts, which is an incredible number. So they and won't then I start lose their down,
0: experience. <laughs>
2: I start going down LSU's roster, and they don't have 600 starts, but they have their starting safety has already played started 43 games in college. Jane Daniels has already started over 40 games in college. They have offensive linemen that have started the Frazier kid that Florida State was in on from FIU. He's at he has over 30 college starts. Their defensive line, the Mason Smith kid, and other guys. They're, they're loaded with experience, too. They're not as much experience as Florida State, but they probably have more top-end talent than Florida State. This literally might be the two most experienced teams in college football playing each other in the first game of the season. And it might be a playoff preview. I mean, we don't know. Like When I started looking at LSU's roster, and then I went and looked at Clemson's roster and Florida's roster, I'm like, man, there's no reason Florida State should not be contending for a national championship. They are good enough. If they stay healthy, you got to get breaks, right? You got to get breaks, but they are good enough. And they have that quarterback. If he's healthy, they might have the best one, two wide receiver duo in the country. They have a really good tight end and they have an offensive line with over 200 career starts. It's set up pretty well for them.
0: Yeah, I think that. There's no reason not to have lofty expectations. I'm certainly not trying to put a pin in that and tell people to slow their roll. I think they should.
2: And don't don't finish the sentence. Don't even finish the sentence. Iris, start talking. <laughs> but, there's nothing. There's but no, we don't notice, need a butt.
0: But you notice that when we do this, we rightfully always turn to Jordan Travis and the quarterback's most important position on the field. I got you. We don't hyper-focus on the defense, and I think that's the whole season. I mean, if you're going to win a championship of any kind, conference or otherwise, that defense is going to have to get some stops every now and again against good offenses. And I expect but it is. You, I mean, I think it and is. I think man. it will.
2: But also, yeah. what I was going to say is, this defense isn't last year's defense, and that you didn't yeah. have Braden Fisk last year. You didn't have this Josh Farmer. You didn't have Fabian Lovett right. the whole season. Oh, agreed. The interior the defensive
0: line is not a problem at all. I, I think that, but the if fan you have a really strong
2: defensive line. In experience in the back seven, and other than safety, and those two guys have experience, right, but other yeah, yeah. backups don't. Oh, there's he, experience everywhere to go along with what could be could be a dominating defensive
0: line. The recipe for that success is clearly borne right. out. Yeah, you guys are both right. I see that as well as you do. They just still have to do it. We know the offense can be elite. We saw it at times last year. I have not seen against a good offense this defense be really, really good. And there's again, they have the pieces to do that. That's why the pressure's on them to do it because we think they're equipped in a way that they haven't been. So they have to produce. That's yeah. all that is.
1: Yeah, and I, going back to the linebackers again, I you know because I think there's not a, there's not that many questions about the secondary. This is not a secondary, even what they bring back. Those guys aren't guys that got beat a lot last year. That was no, not a secondary. Just the
2: safety position, right? If right. if somebody one of those two guys goes down.
1: Yeah, you're a little bit concerned about the depth, but. In terms of like the the top six or seven guys in that secondary, you feel pretty good. In terms of the top six, seven, eight guys in the defensive line, you feel really good. There are questions about the linebacker core, but, again, I just think that they will be so much better off because of the play up front and if they can stay healthy. Now, if they don't stay healthy, man, it's just that's the same deal with every team. Like If you lose your starting linebackers, that's going to be a challenge. If those guys can stay healthy and play close to 100%, with that defensive front up front, I mean, you know the way they can play up front, I think this defense is going to be good. I, I I'll be very surprised if this defense is not good this year. Will it put up huge numbers? No, probably not, because the offense is going to be scoring a ton. You're going to yeah, be in yeah, games yeah. where teams are trying to score at a ha- at a high rate. Also, but I do think it's going to be a solid defense.
0: I have no reason to think it won't be either. I just that's why when we do the comparisons, I'm always looking at like, can you win the national championship? I think they're a good enough defense to win the conference, good enough te- defense to make the college football playoff. So that that's, well, give
2: yourself a chance, right? Yeah, I that's mean, all you gotta I, ask for, in, right? In, if you if you're in the if you're in the conversation, or let's say you're in the playoff and you're playing Ohio State, you have a Heisman caliber obviously Jordan Travis had a very good year. If you're in the playoff, so you've got one of the best players in the country at quarterback, and you've got a you you're not you're not going to be overwhelmed. You're not going to be TCU versus Georgia. You're going to have the requisite skill set to stay on the field. They might have a little more top-end talent, whoever you're playing. But you can be in the game in the fourth quarter, and if you're in the game in the fourth quarter, you got Jordan Travis and you got Fitz Magic. That's all you need. <laughs> That's we're, all you need. You got a guy, all he does is kick game winners.
1: Do you think we're, there's good, do you think we're about to get to the point of the summer where we start getting some uh, even more pushback to Florida State? Uh, it, it seems like the timing's right. The,
0: there have been countless articles written right. about how yeah, good yeah. they oh, are. That'll
2: right. flip. That'll flip.
0: I mean, somebody's going to point out that they haven't won anything yet. Right. You know, Now, that may – fine, that's the genesis of an article. You point out that they haven't won anything and that even the team that really turned it around last year still didn't win the division, didn't win the conference, didn't play for it. So they still have to do it. And well, I get it. I get it if you're somewhere tired of reading about Florida State, you'd, you'd say, okay, look, guys, they haven't done anything
1: Well, it's yet. how the offseason media cycle starts. Like, everybody's yeah. in a race at first to anoint who that the team's te- going to be This good. is going to be the team yeah. that's going to be good. And yeah. So Marsh Labaugh was first out the gate – uh, I think it was before the night of the national championship game. Yeah, it's like number two or three yeah. in the country. yeah. And then a bunch of other people jumped on. and So you get that. Well, now you'll get the other people saying, well, I've got to come up with something new. And my new thing is they're maybe they're all wrong about Florida State. And so you're going to get some of that. And I think you're going to – Florida State may not be quite the darling of the next month or two that they were going into the spring. But that doesn't mean that anything's changed about this team.
0: They're going to be a top-ten team, though. Right. Like preseason rank. I mean, but, they'll, they'll but be a top-ten team. But I think a
1: month or two ago we were thinking they might be top five.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And and that's interesting. You know, would you, do you want to be top five? I know the coach's right. staff is going to say, we don't care, whatever. We'll accept the expectations, but at the same time, I don't know. I, I, I think they're settling at seven. Sounds good to me. Perfect. You got all the chances and opportunities you need at seven to get two big wins. And you're playing in the college football play, Well, you're at least playing for the conference title. And if you win that game, you're going to make the playoffs. So this is uh, – it's just fun to have that conversation. It's fun to kind of poke holes in the arguments that they're great. It's fun to poke holes in the arguments that say Florida State can't be great because I, I don't think that's true either. I think Florida State can be really, well, really, really good this and year. And I
1: think what's going to be happening at the same time is I think there's going to be more and more inertia behind LSU. You know, I think there's going to be yeah. more and more talk about Jaden Daniels and some of those guys on defense. And, and it's almost like, you know, the You know, are they going to be the next team to take the mantle for the SEC? That's What's a...
2: cool about it, though, is because I was doing the research on the LSU roster, and they have some returners at wide receiver. The Malik Neighbors kid, the kid that fumbled all the punts, but he had a really good season last year. They've got a pretty stacked wide receiver room. It's LSU. Of course they do. They've got guys that have played a lot of football. Well, they aren't better than Florida State's. Like, just it, yeah. what if Keon Coleman is better than Johnny Wilson? He, and he, might, yeah, be. he like, might be. He had a, almost the same year last year with a worse quarterback throwing to him in a horrible offense. Like Keon Coleman might be as special or more special than Johnny Wilson. I mean, come on, man. What LSU great. You got Malik neighbors and you got some guys that can play. I don't know that Florida State will line up with anyone this season that has two guys like that on the outside. They they won't. And LSU won't face anything like this the rest of the year. So that that's comforting.
0: Unless we play Ohio State in the college football playoff, we won't line up against anybody with receivers comparable. Right, right, there you
2: right. go. So they got the one guy for sure. That dude is ridiculous.
0: <laughs> He's different. Similar Headlines, Ninety-three-three. Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV continues in a moment. MLB is in full swing with MyBookie, and they want to be your one-stop shop for all betting needs with a wide range of betting options, including money lines, run totals, futures. MyBookie gives you plenty of ways to bet on your favorite teams and players. You can also take advantage of a brand-new MyBookie money bag, which gives you the chance to secure a bet on your favorite team or player at insanely boosted odds. Sign up today at MyBookie. Use the promo code WARCHANT to secure a first deposit bonus of up to $1,000. Pretty simple, really. Deposit $200, play with $300 instantly. Just use promo code WARCHANT to claim your bonus. So if you're a baseball fan looking to add even more excitement to the new season, look no further than MyBookie. Sign up now and get ready to experience the thrill of baseball betting like never before. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere. My bookie. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chafel, and Corey Clark. I stayed and watched every last pitch and every last out of last <laughs> night's ass beating. I'll admit, I'm petty. I watched it all and enjoyed enough. every bit of it. My wife's like, turn off the TV. It's late. They're up like 20. What are you doing? I'm like, no, no. This kid could go deep. <laughs> and he did, and he did, and stood and looked at it. It's pretty clear that uh, what was the final score? Eighteen to four. I think I turned 20? it off. It's fourteen so it to was, four. Maybe yeah, it was uh, the I beauty think of Florida
2: still out. Florida still outscored them for the series. I think.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the the good news uh, is that the record held by Florida f- lasted for a night uh, because the next night LSU beat it in terms of hits. It's a glorious thing. <laughs> uh, so you get you get outdone the next night. Uh, with the whole thing on the line it's it's pretty clear that that's not a likable head coach at florida so yeah i think think everybody's gonna
1: take some extra bases yeah i think that's uh universally held it's funny with baseball because the uh the other day and uh, you know the orioles have been fresh on the mind because obviously they're so good but also uh you know i had that father's day gift last week i got to go to the games last week with uh, you saw a split yeah yeah which again like Corey texted me afterwards like hey man winning one down there is good and i Believe yeah, one me, and
2: one is pretty
1: good. I agree. I mean, they—I they, yeah. think they would lost seven games before that series all at home all year, so it was a big deal. But the other night they got bombed in the first game uh, of their series. Uh, this, well, I guess it was last the Royals. I think mm-hmm. bombed them, mm-hmm. and uh, and I, you know, like I was talking to my one of my daughters now is interested in the Orioles, and they were asking oh, me questions you're about. It over. Well, and they're you know, just asking questions like, man, they got beat that bad. And I'm like, yeah, but you it's know, baseball. explaining baseball next day starting pitcher, and it was funny because even. Um, you know, you look at that Florida game, and I think some people thought, oh, man, Florida's just going to just destroy them in the third game. And it's yeah. like, man, know, what, what happened in that second game didn't really mean – once it was decided, once nothing else. Once it got past kid. the third yeah. inning. Right. Well, you know, yeah. Once it
2: was past the third inning, LSU was just like, we, we got to save all our arms for tomorrow. I was
0: trying to explain this to my wife. She was like, why do you think? Because I said to her after that 24-4 to game, I was like, I think LSU will win tomorrow night. And she goes, why? 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 I go, well, first of all, any guy that they needed to pitch in an important role didn't. Did not pitch. And so yeah. they saved them all for last night. No. And and I was like, I think is out of pitching. We'll see. They the better. Worst,
1: yeah, it would have been worse if they had been in a close game. Close game and used them all. Yeah, out.
0: way worse. Um. So, yeah, man, mean, that, that's – but one thing again, I guess the way to really look at it beyond the Schadenfreude, which was great, it's it's you know fine. I I I like LSU fans; they love baseball, whatever. Another title, but watching those two teams and watching Wake and watching some of the other teams that made it out there, you're just like, damn it! The realization that Florida State is a ways away now. I can have it quick with the transfer portal, and I and it, I already like some of the additions we've seen this off season. But man, alive, that's. Um, there's a, there, it is a glaring difference between the level of baseball being played by a lot of those teams and where Florida State has fallen to.
2: But before we get into that, it will be cool in Orlando, Florida State fans, uh, everyone watching the show, when you see an LSU fan. Give him a hug. Give him a, a hug. hug. What they just did to guys boys. last night. Good I mean, job. everybody was rooting for out. You got no ill will towards LSU. And they just kept Florida from winning a national championship and something. So um, I know you're going to want to beat them on the football field, but at least tell them thanks for what they did uh to florida but yeah i think uh look man i i don't know how normal that is though what we saw in this series like you have the three top play picks in the draft in the draft yeah. these two teams you probably have i don't know when it's all said and done eight or ten first rounders when you count the florida pitching staff and and guys that are underclassmen right now i don't know that that's normal i mean it wasn't that long ago that who won the college world series coastal carolina college of charleston it was
0: a ways back coastal carolina did yes
2: I mean, not. It wasn't in the '80s. No, it was no. This I'm saying century.
0: in the last five six, six years, only years an SEC ago, team or, has won. Seven. So, uh, and it's been five different SEC teams. So this yeah. is the more more troubling point. Yeah, Virginia. Yeah, absolutely. If, yeah,
1: I think Virginia won it like seven years ago, seven or eight years ago. Then I think then it might have been that Coastal team, and then after that, it's been all SEC. Yeah. So, and it's well, going
2: to con- no, no, no. Uh, it's no mystery either, right? They have more money. They have better facilities, and they're in the South. So they're getting a the the who mainly the who's who of great players and and like the Tennessee kid the we were just our Aslan was just texting that we want to get the similar headlines on the bandwagon of trying to get what's his name Burns Chase Burns the pitcher from Tennessee that throws one hundred and one yeah let's get Closer. him yeah he just entered the transfer portal and it's like okay man he's probably going to LSU I I, I don't know that he's leaving Tennessee to come to Florida State. Make your bids, folks. Get them here. That's fine. Do what you got to do. But he's probably transferring to another SEC school because they can afford him.
0: This is what we were warning. Live right now. This is what we were warning about. You would start to see it. We caught. We talk the big picture all the time about trying to get out of the conference because of the disparity of money for the Big Ten and the SEC. And we said it, it won't be immediately obvious on the football field. Florida State will continue to compete there and continue to rise up. Right now, long term, they're in trouble if they don't get out. But where you're where you're already seeing it is the SEC in baseball. It began a while back. It's terribly troubling when you watch SEC baseball games on television because every time you do, if it's a regular season game and they're playing at their respective parks, it's better than your park. It's better than all the parks you've seen in this damn conference. And then you realize, well, that kid right there had to have cost them five hundred grand. You're not getting crews. You're not getting these other kids. Like the NIL for baseball is a real thing because they have it. I don't know how much. I, I don't know. I'm legitimately saying I don't know. Who's the big NIL guy or group for Florida State baseball? Because they got to find one because the top-tier talent are being bid on in that sport the way they are in football. Now, we've done it. We've seen the battles into do yeoman's work in football, but
1: I don't know that anybody's doing that for
0: baseball. And uh, if they're so- not,
1: you won't have – these rosters, several of the baseball guys have announced deals with Rising Spear, so they there are NIL opportunities out there. Whether it's the money to get a Tommy Tanks, or whether it's a you <laughs> right. know, the guy, the Alabama freshman that had 25 home runs, it's already announced he's transferring to Florida. Um, and so you know, yeah, I don't know that they're in that league, but that and that's going to be that's the challenge that you know, and again, there's a lot of reasons why the financial situation is a problem with the ACC is in right now. But one of the big ones is because you look at where you can allocate your money, Florida state is going to have to finance. They're still having to finance this football facility. They're building. If you've got hundreds of millions of dollars coming in to from your television deal. Now you don't have to tell your donors to give to these projects, these facilities. You can tell them to donate it towards the collectives Mm -hmm. and then you can get players that way. It's not a coincidence. LSU, they win the women's basketball national championship And then right after that season ends – That
2: was a likable team, I thought. And right after, they
1: got a lot of players coming back. And right after the season ends, the girl from Louisville, who's one of the top players in the country, she announces she's transferring to LSU. She's joining that team. Look at Oklahoma in softball, what they've done from NIL. So it's not just football. Everybody talks about football and maybe men's basketball with NIL. These other sports, the, the numbers may not be as big, but they can have as big an impact or more because I don't know that everybody's playing that game whereas obviously the sec schools are
0: yeah man and i hate it because you were very very proud in all of them and you were right there with the best programs in the country forever and now right now we have to hope certainly that it's it's football you got to continue to save you know the breadwinner. but man alive i think we're just going to watch these super rosters that you're talking about being built in the sec continue in baseball i mean you're you're way way behind it's not even close i hope
2: that I hope the narrative does become I had a friend Chris text me this, like he gets tired of hearing about the SEC narrative in baseball as if they just want it more or it means more. It's no, they have more money. And since two thousand eight, once they when they signed that first lucrative ESPN deal, look who wins the national championships now. It's not it's not a coincidence. Like when we were growing up, who ever thought of Arkansas baseball as anything? Or old Miss Baseball? It was Mississippi State and LSU. Those were the only two pro- in Florida, uh, little, but it was mainly Mississippi State yeah. and LSU were the two pro- the powers in the SEC. Now they're all powerful, including Vanderbilt. And, and that's what you're dealing with is these schools that you just can't compete with financially. And maybe the narrative will be shift to like, isn't this, look at the SEC, LSU versus Florida, or Vanderbilt versus Arkansas. Maybe it'll become more like, well, this kind of sucks for the rest of the country. There's only one conference because the Big Ten is the only other conference that can compete financially. And it's the Big Ten. They're never going to be anything at baseball. They just that that isn't going to happen. But so all the best players and all the best money will will stay in the South, and they'll all go to these schools
1: probably. Complaining about it though it sounds like complaining about officiating to me. It's like I just think every as you're talking as we're talking, I keep thinking about Odell Higgins telling his defensive lineman that holding's a personal problem, or Mickey Andrews would mm-hmm. say holding's a personal problem. Figure it out. Wake Forest figured it out. I mean, they were they were, they were, they were loaded. phenomenal. Yeah. So, Link Jarrett figure it out. I don't know what the answer is. I don't know that you're going to have the money, but you can be more resourceful. Look at Major sure. League Baseball. Major League Baseball. What the Rays did. What the Orioles are doing. Some of these teams that don't have the huge payrolls. You can figure it out. It's just not as easy. It's it's yeah, and your margin for error is right. too. Yeah, yeah. much can, more. Yeah, but,
2: yeah. But if either, Link but J- but what, being...
1: if Link Jarrett's what he's supposed to
0: be. They can figure it out, and I'm not giving anybody right. a pass. I, right. uh, I'm with you on this because ultimately, that's what's going to happen. Is you're going to you're going to say, "Well, I, I'm tired of hearing it. We do we just want to get rid of the baseball program? Can't compete? <laughs> right. Just get rid of it, or are we going to go ahead and try to win some games around here? Well, if you're trying to win some games, then you got to do it in, in a, whatever you got to do. And, and I'm not saying there aren't money people that are willing to help out with baseball. Right. They're they're out there. I, I mean, we'll start fishing around because I, I for whatever reason, I it, watching the college world series this year. And I enjoyed it. I was surprised that I did. I didn't think I was going to continue to watch it, given how bad Florida State was and not going to the postseason. I found myself still watching the postseason in baseball, including the College World Series. There were several teams that made it out there that I was kind of like, man, you ought to be as good as that team. That They're not spending a gazillion dollars. Now, again – Winning the championship's different, and each of the last five years has been a different SEC team to do it, so that's pretty annoying. But you, you, place like Florida State is still a huge draw to play baseball. You still have a fertile ground to, for which to recruit. And I do think there are some people that will pony up a little bit. And And he's made some good moves this offseason already. Right.
1: Well, look at all these guys. When you look at Major League Baseball, and I'm paying more attention to Major League Baseball these days, how many of these guys in the big leagues played at UNF or played at Stetson or played at JU? Tons of them. There's a ton of them that Florida State hadn't been getting. Well, you got to at least get those guys. You may not be able to beat Florida, LSU, Tennessee – Head to head for the guys who want the big NIL contracts, but there's plenty of good baseball players out there.
2: It, it just sucks that you have to do more with less. Well, mm-hmm. But you do. That's the reality of it, and that's what you're doing in football. But you have to do more with less. LSU, Tennessee, Arkansas, Arkansas has more resources than Florida State baseball.
0: Oh it yes, just, by a lot. It kind
2: of, you know, just it, it kind of sucks. But, but that's the reality. But that's but you not have to really. Do something
1: about that's it. not really a new TV story. I mean, I remember when Lamar went out there to cover the regional FSU yeah, was in, yeah. and he was like, "Man, that's and that did, it was incredible." The Tyson money. I yeah. mean, they've got they've got money other ways than just yeah. Their but television they weren't contract.
2: anything, right? They weren't really anything until but now. They,
1: but they had they, resources.
2: Yeah, yeah and, and sure, so I mean, yeah,
0: there are some things I've talked about this before that you can do to help infuse money beyond NIL. Uh, well, a lot of the SEC programs you'll note the, the baseball stadium is named after the cable provider or whoever is serving the food or whatever like they've come in with these joint ventures. Uh, it, again, I, I don't want to lobby for any one entity to get it,
1: but you I think that we can do come. something here. That day. I mean, come.
0: Gotta, I mean, it could be register stadium.
2: I, there I don't you go. see a problem I mean, with you gotta, that. You
1: gotta do something along it, those lines. You
2: could you could pony that up. It could be Dick How- We we saw a houser, it could be Hauser Register Field or something, or Hauser <laughs> Register Stadium. And I will say this. Is it better to have your first losing season in, uh, in school history or go out and get embarrassed in the World, world Series final.
0: No, it's, no. It's, it's, better to go out, it's better to go to the College World Series. No way. You yes, crazy? Unless you just that, scored again. Yeah, yeah. No. They wasted all that time. They wasted the last month for nothing. Now, for so up, this is the trouble. beauty. I did think this last night, Corey, to your larger point, for years, Florida State fans were the most absurd fans in the world. Like, it was a bad year if you lost in the championship round and you were chokers and bums and what was the point yeah. of even playing the regular season. Florida <laughs> gets to feel that now. That's what they get yeah. to feel. I mean, he's blown a million opportunities. Out there. I know he's got the one, but damn, dude, you're loaded every year. Why can't you get it done, Sully, you bum? <laughs> everybody on the staff throws 99. Yeah. Literally, well, everybody on the staff yeah, throws 99. You got the best 99. players in the world and you're getting beat 18 to 4 like a bitch. Seminole Headlines 93.3 Real Talk Radio, WarChant TV. Seminole Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for WarChant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. We'll get to your headliner questions at the start of next hour. I'm sure there'll be uh, bountiful. I-, I imagine we got a lot.
1: I saw a I peeked ahead. I- we have you? a few recruiting said- questions, so we're we're going to get to talk about recruiting, Jeff. It's going to happen. See. Well, well I'm gonna, gonna, whether you want to or not,
0: I'm going to deflect all of the recruiting questions to Corey. He seems to be yeah. locked in. I am. I am. Just ask me anything, gang. Ask
2: me anything about this recruiting class. Hey, would like to see one of these guys commit? They're going like to see commit. One. They're going to commit.
0: They're going to commit. It'll be all right.
2: What are they waiting on? July fourth.
0: Apparently, I think, uh, Labor Day. Apparently, yeah, there's, there's word out there that there's a little groundswell. I don't, I don't know how they decide when they want kids to see. That's the other weird thing about recruiting is that there's so many games that are played within it above and beyond just like, oh, this kid, you got to get this kid on campus, you got to meet this kid, you got to build a relationship. Then it's kind of like let's time your commitment to this date because we think there's some sort of strategic value to that. Well,
2: in the one kid um, – uh, Charles Lester, who actually goes to the uh, same high school that Shanna went to, nice not, Riverview.
1: Not, not anymore, buddy.
2: Oh, where does he transfer, go now?
1: Transferred to Venice. Mm.
2: Oh, arch rival. Come on, Riverview, gotta lock Lester up. What is the Riverview's <laughs> nil situation? They can't <laughs> keep Charles Lester there. Um, but he announced that he was gonna. He announced that he was going to announce July 29th, maybe or
1: somewhere right. in there. Mm-hmm.
2: What's he thinking about for the next month? Do you think, Ira?
1: I mean, I think he probably already has a good idea what he wants to do. Yeah, I don't – and again, like part of it is it's when – you know, I think back to like when recruiting back in the day, like when Gene Williams was .com on our message boards and he would do the, the wink mm-hmm. when a kid would commit. Right. Because a kid would commit to the coaches and then, we, you know, Gene would get wind of it and then he would do the wink and then he had time to to call the kid, interview the kid, write the story – Then break the story that a kid committed. Do some reporting. Well, but (laughs) but there was only one real outlet. You know, there was like one or two other kind of fringe outlets. But now the kids kind of control the process, and the coaches control the process. So you have the combination of the coaches when they want things to be out there, and then you also have when kids want things to be out here. Here's one thing I would tell you about Florida State's coaching staff that you know nobody's really talking about is sometimes you don't want kids to commit as early as possible because what that does is it it gives Every other school, the Lord knowledge time. of who to recruit against. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and now it becomes a challenge to to hold that kid because everybody's trying to flip them. And so sometimes there have been times where, where Florida State has brought kids in later on visits than other schools or encouraged them to commit later than other schools because of those some of those reasons. There's a lot of stuff that goes on behind the scenes beyond just, hey, do you want to come here? Yeah, I want to come here. Okay, great. Why don't you go ahead and announce it?
0: I miss the old days of waiting around to actual signing day, knowing that Bobby was once again going to have that, that banner it's afternoon. Gonna that saw, yeah, it was going to be like nine guys. we going go, oh, another one. He did it again. Mountain had an in-home <laughs> last night. Yeah, it's over now, guys. It's over. Hey, Mark, thanks again. As always, man, you are a pillar over under on new recruiting commits by July the 4th. One and a half. And better movie, The Hangover Part One or Old School? I'm going to go with Old School. And then, as far as Mm. the recruiting commits go, I have no idea.
1: I'm going to say over though. It needs to be over. It'll be over. Oh, I I was going with it. It needs to be. I was getting a little frustrated. No, it's not. No, no, it's not. It's not a frustration. It's I believe they've got kids who are committed and are planning to announce. And if, if. if that doesn't happen i think something went wrong yeah
0: well there you go that's and a, again, it again needs
1: like, to happen sounds right but it's not but it's not an arbitrary well, not personally- that's my <laughs> my frustration with some of this has been like people are like panicking because florida got a lot of commitments that florida state's got to match that like where's florida state's run of commitments every school situ- every school situation is different every school's recruiting situation is different and i think with this the reason i say it needs to happen here is because you had your quarterback commit, Luke Romanhawk Hawk, come out and say it's we've about we've happen. got some guys who are about to announce. We don't want to steal their thunder, but that's coming. Uh, we had some other indications this weekend that a couple, at least, maybe a few kids, had told them they're coming. These, some of these kids are saying they're going to announce in early July. If that doesn't happen now, I think at that point you'd be like, okay, what's going on here? But right now, right. I'm not concerned. I mean, I just I'm not as concerned answer as answer the question, else.
2: Ira. Old school or Hangover? Thanks ah, again, Mark. Appreciate it, buddy.
1: Both outrageously funny. Yeah, but both old incredibly school, good. I think you're right with old school.
2: I think old school is probably well, not probably is more quotable, like earmuffs and Frank the Tank and all that. But I, I think Hangover is probably. I think I laugh more at Hangover.
1: I definitely. Than I did I mean, old school. I laughed harder. But both. old school's.
2: I mean, old school had Will Ferrell. That's the which thing. Is hard to compete. That, with. That's what I was going
1: to say. Will Ferrell's like your super duper five star. Like he just. Yeah. Him, him running yeah, naked. Right. We've I talked mean, about it before. When he shows up on screen, you start laughing. Yeah. He doesn't even have
0: to say yeah. anything. You just start giggling. As soon as you see him enter a room, you're like, okay, this is going to be funny. Just, yeah, you can't he's not- in <laughs> Wedding
2: Crashers. He's in Wedding Crashers for two and a half minutes. By the way, my, my, the my expectations
1: yesterday. for Hangover were lower. I didn't expect it to be as funny right. as it was. Yeah. And Bradley it was really Cooper. I well yeah, saw great. that
2: guy coming yeah. out of nowhere.
0: And hey, quick a quick I'll- question, quick question, uh, Corey, because I think you'll get it. What okay. year What year did Old School come out?
2: Oh, Oh,
0: nine. No. Or before that. Way before that. 2004. Oh, four. You've never been that far off in your life about <laughs> a trivia question, Corey. About I put him on the spot Pop, culture. Yeah, yeah, about was, pop, like, pop culture, 2009. Oh, man, I shouldn't have done it. I thought I was throwing a softball. Oh, three, baby. Uh, there you go. Oh, three. I just, Vince Vaughn being a
2: dad, I was like, well, I guess Vince Vaughn's like 50 <laughs> Dude, when do you think
1: Swingers came out? 2007? <laughs> I know when that came
2: out. Yeah. <laughs> 2012. Hey, so I was going to ask you guys, going back to uh jeans, uh the winks that he used to give on the message boards. In real life, have either one of you ever given out a wink as like a uh flirt- flirtation oh, a, move?
1: I thought you meant just in general like, like... No,
2: uh, a wink no, I mean like literally like been at a bar, been at a party, talked to someone and gave out and and threw out a wink out there. Does that happen was that, anymore? Was
1: that the think? Jeff Cameron playbook I, at one point? In the early
2: days, I, I could throw, was. I could
0: throw a wink, I could throw a mm-hmm. wink at a bartender that I wanted to take home. Yeah, mm-hmm. I could. Yeah, there's something like that. Yeah, but that, it wasn't. You built up to the wink. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of playful dialogue prior, yeah. but both ways, mm-hmm. and then the wink was just an assurance of "I hear you." I hear the both message. Both eyes?
2: Can you do it with both
0: eyes? I was never going to do the double eye wink. That's you think- that you look. No, ridiculous. I'm saying can you? Can oh, you yeah, do can it with wink. the right eye? Yeah, I can wink with both eyes. I did can only do it with my left eye. The
1: guy in the uh, stands last night with the LSU girl. You think he tried that? <laughs> you think
0: he tried to give the <laughs> wink?
1: Because it didn't work real yeah. well. Yeah, it yeah. did He
0: got he got blocked real quick.
2: <laughs> yeah, I just I couldn't think about like winks used to be a thing. I guess maybe they still are, but I just I've I've never no I've never been in a the context where I'm like you know. I'm right at the finish I, line.
0: I could a winkle. To let me cure throw the this deal. wink
2: in there so they know that I'm serious or that I'm interested.
0: Well, you you strike me as, as similar that you want to use your words. You're a big boy. You can use right. your words, but every now and then a I wink, wink is just the an added wink. bonus.
2: I could just say wink. <laughs> I'm winking at you.
0: Vince Vaughn is six five and 53 years old. Corey.
2: Man, 2003, huh? Yeah, that makes sense. I, not... I, I, I panicked in the moment. If I had given myself, time I can't.
0: I've never it. seen you get rattled by trivia like that. Normally, so Will
2: Ferrell was still on Saturday Night Live, clearly, man, when that, when that came out. Man, that's that. I blew that one. Uh, hangover was about the same time, I would think, somewhere in there. Uh, but yeah, so I've never winked. I don't think. Uh, I certainly didn't wink at Stephanie. Didn't need to. Kept that in the tool bag. I
1: don't know I the wink. Wheel- so we weren't all friends when swingers came out. So like did it take over the the conversations with your friends at that time? Yeah. Cuz yeah. I mean yes. yeah, the guys I worked with, I mean that's all everybody just talked like we were on swingers. baby. 1996
0: for swingers yeah. everybody. 1996 for swingers. And you're so
2: money. You're you don't, so money. You don't yeah. even know it. A
0: beautiful you baby. don't even know it. Yeah. yeah. No, I think uh old school by the way, fast forward to, you know, 7 years after swingers. Uh I will tell you that I was working at Clear Channel and people were talking about it in the hallway and i i hadn't even i wasn't tuned in i had no idea that this movie had come out and that it was uproarially funny and i i've downloaded it one night and started instantly laughing because you have the turnaround bright eyes right from the beginning and the <laughs> <That's> <laughs> every right. you know that that's happening right off the bat i was i spit beer out i was laughing so hard
2: <laughs> and he sells and it so speech. well don't forget his uh
0: and that's where i walk it is. in <laughs> Yeah, that's why.
2: I mean, I guess that because I I I didn't think it'd only been six years between swingers and old school for Vince Vaughn. I thought he'd been gone from the comedy scene for longer than that. But I, I was wrong. I blew it. I, 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 I have nobody to blame but myself.
0: Two minutes to answer a question that was in the chat prior that is sports-related before we get to headliner questions for next hour. And Ira, I'll defer to you because I know you know him. I don't know him. I know of him. But Florida State did hire a new baseball coach in Mike Capozzi. Uh No, he's not related to Buster Posey. But uh, this is uh, something a couple of people have asked us about, and I really don't know beyond his resume, which I read like everybody else.
1: Yeah, and he's actually related to another Florida, or another great Posey in baseball, Mike Posey. Mm. His dad is a longtime coach and uh, really respected. One of the best coaches in the state of Florida. has been doing it forever uh, at the high school level. And uh, Micah, yeah, man. At I, NFC. I, at NFC,
2: yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And Michael, yeah.
1: when he was coming up um, out of the high school ranks, he uh, was a phenomenal pitcher, went pro, yeah. probably would have had a chance to – make it to the bigs, but had an injury, uh, got into coaching. We actually talked to him to this morning and he talked about how growing up, he really wasn't planning necessarily to be a coach, but you know, kind of once he got done with playing and got around it, he got exposed to it. he went to work for his dad for a little bit and, uh, really has kind of fallen in love with it. And I think in the, you think about the fact that he's only been doing it on the college level now for about 10 years. So I'm kind of a meteoric rise. I mean, he's become really one of the, the, the really good names, uh, in, as pitching coaches, he started at, you know, I guess at Elon and, and now most time recently at East
0: Tennessee State. but yes, saw right. that.
1: We had another ETSU guy in the house, and he's now at. Uh, he's been at Dallas Baptist the last few years. They've obviously had a great run, uh, and he's just produced. Man, like that's the thing. Like he's hasn't been doing it as long as some pitching coaches, but everywhere he's gone, he's gotten really good pitchers. They've developed really quickly. They've performed at a high level, and uh, I thought it was cool. Link said that you know, or he said that Link reached out to him, even before Restano got the job uh, as the next head coach at Navy. Once he kind of got going into that process and Link started thinking it might happen, he reached out to Micah. And they weren't like great friends, but they just run in the same circles well, for a sure, long yeah. time. And uh, Micah was definitely interested. And it's cool. It was cool to – if you get to watch the interview, you can watch the interview on WarChant TV um, from today. And he, you could just see, see how excited he is to be you – know, he's been a Florida State fan his whole life, but he didn't play here because he went straight into pro baseball. But he's uh, very excited to be here.
0: Well, he's a four state graduate and he's uh yeah, he's really, really excited. And then I also think that, by the way, uh, you know, that guy going to Dallas Baptist, each of the last five years, when you look up and you see Dallas Baptist ranked in the top right. ten, top fifteen, you're like, How the hell is that so it's not like that's a that's a nothing program. He was doing it at an elite program. For sure. So it's you know He could also tell people
2: and more specifically recruits that he is Buster's brother. <laughs> Somebody get on his Wikipedia right now and just add that. You I know, mean,
0: you know, but the those man, guys aren't going to do a ton of research. A minute ago when we were talking about what Florida State needs in terms of NIL infusion, Buster, yeah. if you're listening to the show, my man. Give Buster a wink. Oh, I'll give Buster <laughs> oh. a wink. Yeah. A Back <laughs> massage, a wink. What What do you need, Buster? We got. Come on, baby. You made like $900 million out there in San Francisco, buddy. Come on. He's too modest. But maybe behind the scenes. Maybe I'll get a wink from Buster, like a text right yeah. now. He'll be like, I got us. I got <laughs> a us. Tennessee closer. We're He's back. Coming. We're back. Hour number two, headliner questions forthcoming. Stay with <laughs>